Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, thanks for tuning in to another episode. This is part two of sitting down with Mylon Byler from Fort Kent, Maine. Folks, if you have not listened to part one, make sure you get over and listen to that. It's a great episode, learning about him as well as his life, ministry, and so forth. But this one, we're going to be talking about youth as a youth pastor. What are the challenges in 2023 and beyond? What are the ideas for youth pastors and so forth? So we're going to jump right in. Mylon, welcome back to the show, my man. It's awesome to be back. Yes. Of course, we haven't even left the studio. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're going to jump right in. Hey, before we start, once again, thank you all for tuning in. If you're watching on kingdomcommunity.tv, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you leave us some comments. Share it with as many people as you can so more people can get to see the shows. So Mylon, the question I'm asking you today, as a youth pastor, in 2023 and beyond, what's it like? How about that? How about we throw that on the table for starters? What's Hump- it like being youth, yeah. pastor youth pastor today? Yes. There's a lot of uh, new challenges that, you know, we hear even the even generation of like my parents. My mm-hmm. parents were youth pastors for years also. Okay. So it's really cool to be thinking that I'm following their footsteps, you know. Yes. And... Uh, We've actually had them teaching recently, mm-hmm. several couples, and we were teaching on relationships and uh, dating and that sort of thing. Oh, nice. So that was bit, that's been really good, and that's, that's one of the things I like to do. It's not all about not all about me teaching or leading, but being able to expose the youth to other wisdom, mm. other uh, godly, other solid, you know, men and women that will bring them good wisdom and insight for life. I think we need as much as we can get. Yeah. So, and um, we have, having the word of God is powerful. Mm -hmm. And that's what youth today are looking for. They're looking for truth. Yes. They don't want no, they don't want no garbage Mm -hmm. and fake, fake stuff, fake news, all that garbage. They, we need truth. Yes. And everyone's looking for that, but especially the youth. Mm Mm-hmm. And the Word of God is really the place to find the truth. Yes. And what's the amazing responsibility and opportunity for youth pastors is just one avenue that we can do that is pointing them to the truth Mm -hmm. of the Word of God. So to bring it clearly and to not beat around the bush or sugarcoat what the truth is Mm -hmm. can be scary sometimes, but it's important. And I believe that most youth really appreciate hearing the truth, even if it's not what they really wanted to hear or if it doesn't feel nice and fuzzy and warm. Mm -hmm. I believe that hearing the truth is more important than that. I know that. And I believe that there's more youth than you would expect actually appreciate that sometimes we think oh we got to be hip and relevant and modern and and we do that at the sacrifice of truth yeah 
I don't think there's any, there shouldn't be any compromise on sharing the truth. Uh, there's still ways to connect and to meet the youth where they're at. Mm -hmm. And that's a continual process and it's growing just as the generations change and grow. Yeah. But being able to stay true to the word of God and point the youth to the truth is the big thing. But some of the some of the challenges is just in the busyness of life, mm. not making the time to connect with the youth. Yeah. Um, I believe that if I expect the youth to come to a once a week meeting besides church where yeah. we're having their own little church or their own gathering where we can connect, you know, youth to youth and, mm -hmm. and get to talk with the youth a little more in depth and stuff and teach and do music and stuff. Um, all those things are great, but if I expect that one thing to really make all the difference in their lives, yeah. I think that's foolish to think that. Mm -hmm. I believe that it is important to connect with them in their lives. Yes. I'm not saying I do a great job of it, and uh, <laughs> that's, but that's, I believe it's important to be able to do that. Relationship. One of the things recently that that's right relationship that's what it is that's what it's about and uh, one of the things recently that that came up in conversation was the fact that Jesus didn't start a church mm. he didn't start a ministry have all the good advertising and and everything you need for a great modern you know ministry yeah. and then wait for people to come and sign up for his discipleship classes <laughs> that's it he was he followed every step that God asked him to take. Mm. And on that journey, there were people that he needed to pour into and to train and disciple. Yeah. And that's what Jesus did. So if that's the model we have, how are we doing in copying that model and, and doing what Jesus did in whatever area we're in? Yeah, and one of the great good. things uh, that that I've heard from some of the leaders at Agape is that um, ministry doesn't mean church stuff, mm -hmm. right? That's a big That's um, mistake, I believe, of the church to say that to be in ministry, you have to do church stuff. Yeah. No, I don't think that's right. I believe that it is important. Your ministry is whatever wherever you're called to serve. Mm -hmm. So... If that's turning a wrench so people's vehicles are reliable, or if that's selling people the right vehicles, if that's uh, building a place for people to live, if that's mm. uh, helping people get the right medical care, if that's you know being a first responder, I mean that's a real service. Yeah. Or or there's so many different places where where if that's where you're planted, that's where your ministry is to mm. be, and and you might get chance to minister to people yes. in the way, like the church way that we say, when we say minister to people <laughs> in the church, right? I think some of the idea that that brings is that you're, you're teaching them about the Lord. You might be praying with them, yeah. different things like that. But it could be as simple as just encouraging, being oh, yeah. there for somebody. Yeah. And uh, wherever you're at, I believe that's, that's your ministry. Mm -hmm. So... In That's youth group, yeah. If my ministry is for the youth, 
I believe that it's important to get to where they're at. That doesn't mean I need to dress like them. Right. That doesn't mean I have to listen to the same music and do the same things. And But it means I've got to invest into their lives and, mm-hmm. and uh, meet them there. Yeah. You know, find a way to do life with them. I understand that there is a, there's a two-way thing. In other words, Jesus' disciples, they wouldn't have followed him you know, they wouldn't have been his disciples without Jesus inviting them mm-hmm. to be his disciple, but they also couldn't do that if they weren't willing to stick with it. Right, and he right. was out there. Yeah. He was out in the marketplace calling them out to follow him. That's right. He didn't sit, like you said, he wasn't sitting inside of a building and saying, That's right. hey, are they going to come in? No, he was out. That's important. That's Marcus, right. P- marketplace ministry. In fact, did Jesus find any of his disciples... In the here, I'm asking you a question. <laughs> That's a rhetorical question. Did Jesus find any of his disciples in church? Exactly. I don't know that he did. No. They were working. They, they yeah. were fishermen, tax collectors. Yeah. But they were, and their ministry, I, I don't know. See, we might not know so much about what their income was and what their careers were like after Jesus, mm. you know, left them the Holy Spirit and went back to heaven after that time that Jesus was physically there with them. Yeah. I don't know what their business and stuff was like, but I believe they had the training to teach people Oh yeah. Um, the, the ways of God, yeah. but that doesn't mean they had to, you know, live off of charity and, right. and uh, only talk about God, only preach the Bible, like only, only read or preach or mm-hmm. do conferences and, and that's sort of the church things that we know that are all super important. Right. But I don't know that they just up and dropped all their, their um, you know, caring for their family and providing for their yep. family just because they were called to ministry. Their ministry was where they were at. Yeah, and right? like Paul, so, yeah, Paul was with Priscilla and Aquila. They were tent makers, mm. so they were doing that. And, of course, they always had provision. They were about yeah. the Father's business hardcore, though, because they had to get out there and get the word out about the good news. That's right. But, yeah, like you're saying, marketplace ministry, where are you at right now? Who right. are you rubbing shoulders with yeah. is so important. And I like the fact that you said building a relationship with the youth is key because seeing you, I went through the same thing. We did, um, I was a youth leader as well. Mm-hmm. And... I would haul them to youth. I would see them at school, talk to them. We'd have guys group. We'd have a bunch of stuff going on. Mm. And we built a relationship with them outside of the church setting, which does make a big difference because then they want to come see you. They Mm want to come see you. They value your opinions. They value what you have to share, the truth. Oh, yeah. You know? They know that Milan's not going to fluff it. And by the way, he's at one of our sports games this week. There he is over there. Boom. They gather around. They're talking to you. Then other friends want to come and know you, just Mm -hmm. like the book of Acts, when they were breaking bread together, gathered together, and the Lord added numbers Mm -hmm. to their number daily. Mm -hmm. Those who were being saved because they saw something happening. You know, that's important. I agree. Yep. So your relationship, like you said, that you're onto something big, and I think that's going to help some leaders out there in that same boat where they're wondering where are the youth and it's like well where are you hmm. 
you know. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And and it comes down to understanding where my place is. Mm-hmm. Maybe my place is in full-time youth ministry to where that is my livelihood and that's what I do around the clock. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe there would be a time where I sell the property and and the uh you know i'm not working full time yeah. for my dad anymore and and just i don't know but because there's there's places for that there's people yeah. who that is what they were designed for yeah is to work directly and full time with youth or with people mm-hmm. um, i think of social workers too and um different um therapists and and counselors Mm -hmm. and stuff some of those and especially the ones who are focused in on uh, either hurting youth like youth that are hurting youth that really uh, need help uh, Mm -hmm. might have a bad background or or various things like that those that's amazing it's an amazing ministry yeah it's a job yeah and it's and tough you have to have a heart for it too. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But man, what a, what an amazing ministry things like that are. Mm-hmm. And so, but we all have our place in that. Yeah. And we all have our own challenges that we're going to face in whatever ministry that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's probably going to look like serving people. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's probably yeah. going to look like serving people. It's probably going to look like being. Uh, humble and willing to take opportunities that are put in front of us to mm-hmm. showing the to love. Do that, yeah. Putting the love mayonnaise on it. I always say, whatever it is, <laughs> put that love mayonnaise on that sandwich. You know, you gotta love mayonnaise. Though, yeah, so. that's right. Well, not, yeah, that's not true. everybody loves mayonnaise, right? <laughs> Mustard, whatever it is. That's the first time someone's ever said that to me. That's good. Everybody doesn't like mayonnaise, but you like love. But we know it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, the bottom line is. With all those, you add love to that. Whether you're the mechanic, and you're at work working with your mm-hmm. with another guy, and the guy's down and out, and you're able to say, you know what, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And you've got that gift of exhortation in you. You can build them up and lift them up and inspire them, and and go from there. But yeah, that's good. So one of the things as a youth pastor is relationship. That's a big one. That really is a big one. So what do you find with the youth that you have? I mean, what's going on as far as what are they thinking about for their future walks with the Lord? The It's been great. The, the core group that we have right now mm-hmm. um, that I've been honored to serve, they have been, they have been there's been faithfulness mm-hmm. there. Um, and that's, I find that amazing. Uh, even, even at times where I feel like, man, I'm, I'm kind of dropping the ball. I'm not doing much. I'm not, um, I'm not really connecting with them. I'm not really, um, being a part of their life like I should be and stuff. And there's, there's so much, I know we can all say this, but there's so much I can grow in and, Mm -hmm. and learn about that. But, um, it's been amazing to see how they come back. They keep coming. They keep showing up. Nice. And that's that's a good. I mean, I could commend them for that. Our mm-hmm. youth that they're they're showing up, and that is 
probably like one of the first steps to even growing, being discipled, yeah. uh, maturity and stuff is just showing up. Mm-hmm. And uh, in so many different ways these days, we see that people have a hard time doing the bare minimum of yeah. that, of just showing up. Yeah, but that's true. That's, that's the big thing. And um, I don't take that for granted yeah. that it's because I'm special or because I'm that good that they keep showing up, mm-hmm. but that, you know, if you're hungry enough for something, you'll, you'll find it. Yeah. But you I think are good. it's in <laughs> Thanks. No. Yeah, and I, you know, why I know you're good is because I was there when the church gathered around you mm-hmm. and we all prayed for you and, and the Holy spirit gave a couple of us words for you. And the youth actually spoke about you to your face. That was tear-jerker moments. That was amazing. Yeah, that was powerful. It was true love. And that's one thing I love about young people is young people can see things that us adults can't. Mm -hmm. And so we might look at you and go, yeah, he's a great guy, wonderful guy. But a young person is going to go, you know what? He has a heart for us. He loves us. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you being there for us and what you're teaching us and what we're learning in our lives. I mean, it, it was really good. Basically, what happened is the day that Mylan went to uh, at the church service, they went on ordained him pretty much as being the youth pastor. Mm-hmm. And we all gathered around him, all the youth gathered around him. Um, some of us had a word from the Holy Spirit for him. And all the youth spoke something beautiful yeah. to this young man. And it was so priceless. That's powerful. That was awesome. That's why they come back. That was encouraging. Yeah. Yeah, because you just <laughs> don't realize. And being there for them, for the young people in this day and age, being present. You know, they don't want to hear about the way it used to be and how God moved and all these things happened all right. these years ago. Right. And everybody laid out in the church and running around laughing and all these different things. They want to see something now. That's right. Like Missouri, the show me state. They want you to show me. Show me, man. Don't tell me about the past. Show me something now. That's good. I want to see God move. Mm-hmm. Show me. Yeah. It's got to be demonstrated. Yes, they need to see it. Stop yeah. talking about it. That's right. And that's that's kind of what I mean when I say that it's not about just having one night a week where mm-hmm. I just talk to them or yeah. uh, you know we do study and stuff together. That's important and that's great. But it's got to be some demonstration, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where I think overall we're lacking yeah. is in the demonstration and the real life mm-hmm. connection and helping people just walk through life. Sometimes that all is, that's all it takes is just yeah. being there beside them, yeah, walking and with them. One thing I did um, had a youth group that helped me with the food pantry that I ran for thirteen years, mm-hmm. and. One of the things we did was I would take them out and do deliveries every month. We would go and pray with folks every month. And it wasn't just Steve Lewis. We would hold hands in a circle with the individuals and we would take turns praying. And if you didn't, if you weren't up to praying when you, or when you were done praying, or even if you were, weren't up to it, you would squeeze the next person's hand. Mm-hmm. So we did everything all in order. It was perfect. So you'd squeeze nice. the next person's hand, then they would squeeze the next and we would go around the circle. Where there were people when we started, there might be four out of the ten that would pray. And by the time we got done, everybody was praying. That's awesome. It would just floor us, some of the words that were being spoken. But they got hands-on 
which was so important. Yeah. You know, there were uh, times we had one young lady, she had broke her finger, and Holy Spirit just showed me the youth gathering around the young lady and have the ones who truly had the faith that she could be healed to stand around her and the other youth step them to the side and have them watch. And we gathered them around and the adults were not supposed to participate. Mm. So I said everything. I said, okay, the adults aren't praying, the kids are. It's gonna be the faith of the youth that mm -hmm. are gonna do this thing through the Holy Spirit. And they gathered around Abby Young and they prayed for her and they started crying and they were praying. It was beautiful, man. And the end result was she went to get the x-ray that coming week, and the doctor said, there's no signs at all your finger even being broken at all. <laughs> He's like, I don't That's understand amazing. it. Your finger was broke, and then this week it's not. That's amazing. And it was such a beautiful testimony. So the kids got to taste and see that the Lord is good. Yeah. And that's what was key. What I found is key is getting the youth out in the community, visiting the, the elderly you know, the orphans, the Boys mm -hmm. and Girls Club in Mars Hill. All right. We were riding them and then right. uh, brought them Christmas gifts at Christmas time. Wow. Yeah, so that's it's awesome. little things like that. So they get to see and put hands on. So that's something really cool out there for any youth groups that want to do something different. Yeah, they got to be engaged and mm -hmm. active and serving. You know? Yeah, it's key. We might think that uh, youth don't like to serve. They just like to be served, but... Um, they might not even know. How, they might not even know right. how much that can do for us as people mm -hmm. to be able to just help someone else out, yeah. pray for someone else, give someone else food, and mm. do uh, you know, work for someone. Yep. Like that. Yeah, to yep. bless someone else. Yes, and then the feelings they get as well. So and much. that also helps. It opens up a whole new world to the youth. Mm -hmm. It really does. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's got to be got to be connection. It's got to be engaged. Mm -hmm. Stay active, right? I think any anybody just gets rusty and slow and and uh, lazy if we don't yes. stay active. That's what it is. Yeah, Physically, mentally, spiritually. Like yep. we got to stay active and stay engaged, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, just being willing to serve. Yep. And they need to see this because they're the next generation coming up. That's right. You know, we don't want to look back when we're in our seventies and the young people are like, "Shoot, this Christian thing is for the birds." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we want to see them on fire. We want to see them pass us. You know, that's a huge thing, yes. right? Like you said huge. in the previous episode, where we talked about learning from the younger group. Um, I forget yeah. who said it, but they said we need to learn from the younger group, and the younger group needs to learn from us. So we're all relevant in both age groups. Yeah, you know, that's really good. So we can impact them; they can impact us. We can learn from them and go and impact their lives. They can come and talk to us and impact our lives. And when we connect together and it's a playing field where it's like, hey, I want to learn more about Christ. I want to be more Christ-like. They'll be willing to sit down and say, okay, well, what are you doing? Show me. Well, come on down to my studio and check this out, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Yes. Got to be able to learn from each other. And yeah. what you said about being about not only 
making room for the next generation to mm-hmm. surpass us, yes. but also like cultivate that, mm-hmm. make like make that happen. And because uh, I don't want to hold any youth back from mm-hmm. maximizing their potential and what they're meant for, what they're wired for, mm-hmm. what their talents and abilities are. I think it's going to be cool today that I can sit back and watch someone else lead worship and play guitar like yeah. so much better than I could have. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to be amazing because, and well, I, I mean, I watch other people, but I'm talking about like <laughs> youth. <laughs> I'm talking about youth that were, that I might've had just a little part in, yeah. in opening the door for them in that yes. learning guitar, learning violin or, or music or, or working and, uh, choosing career or something like that. Just look at them and take it off. And I see that already yeah. in some of the youth, uh, especially the tech team we have at church. There's a lot of youth. Yes, there and are. And they've done so well. They're, yeah. they're so much further than I probably ever will be, mm-hmm. let alone where I am right now yeah. in tech and how well they do that. My brother is one of them. Yes, he is. He does a really good job. Yeah. He's taking it uh, much further than than any. That's right. David. David's the man. Yes. Yeah, he does a super good job. (laughs) Diligent. And uh, yeah, it's it's really good to see that. Very encouraging. Yeah, that's good. Something good is happening. Yes, that's right. (laughs) And, and, you know, empowering the youth to step up to the plate. That's right. And it's cool that the pastors see that. Yes. And they open the door for them to step into that. That's what happens. It's that getting involved. It's becoming part of it. And once you become part of it, then you've got some That's right. ownership to it. That's right. That's my department. I'm showing up early. Ownership. Yes. That's it. Yeah. I'm showing up early because I want to get that. I want to be the best production yeah. producer person ever. Keep some anchor. <laughs> yes. Purpose. Gives exactly. purpose. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Because yeah. when you don't feel like you have a part in something, yeah, it's easy to step away. But once you feel like you're part of the family, that's a right. part of the ministries, yeah, that's good. I love it. Well, hey, listen, it. in closing, what's your advice for the youth, for the ones who may be going to youth and they can't see why they should still be going when they'd rather chase the world, you know, the ones that feel like they have a calling on their life but they don't know where to begin? Give me a two-minute advice boost. All right. I would say the first thing that comes to mind is to stick with it. Mm-hmm. And don't give up because you don't see why it's worth it now. Mm, that's good. And when I say stick with it, I mean sticking with your relationship with God mm-hmm. and keeping the right people around you. You're, you're smart enough to know who you should and should not have yes. around you, for sure. And uh, just be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Be honest with yourself and humble. Uh, don't let pride or insecurity steal away your ability to sit down, listen, and learn from someone who is going to pour wisdom into you. That's good. And the right people, having the right people around you, mm-hmm. they just want the best for you. Yep. Yeah, they won't be perfect, but they want the best for you. And and uh, be willing mm-hmm. to just submit to that and to listen and learn. So, 
Yeah, don't give up. It's worth the fight. Yes. It's worth the fight to stay pure, to stay anchored in the Word, and to stay mentally, spiritually, physically whole and healthy. That's good. That was almost exactly two minutes. That's impressive. <laughs> That's really good. You're leading well, Steve. Thank yes, you. Yes, yes. Hey, man, you did a good job. It's been really good having you in the studio. We're definitely going to do this again. We're going to have right. some round table talks and stuff hey. like that. Awesome. Yes. Big old strong Thank hands you. on this guy. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. It's um, been a pleasure. Let's go ahead and pray because before we pray, I want to say there's folks in Spain, Bangladesh, India, Africa, Europe, Asia, United States, Canada, South America. There's people all over the world listening. And so I want to thank you for tuning in as well as sharing this with your friends and family and even strangers as well. But I really want you to take what you've learned from Bylan to heart. And with that being said, go ahead and pray for the folks, especially for the youth. All right. Dear Lord, I I speak a blessing Mm -hmm. on every person listening or watching that you would give them strength to Mm -hmm. stay true to you and to strength to persevere, strength to keep on the quest for truth and for real love, Lord, that only comes from you. Lord, I pray for the youth that you would give them a determination and a spirit of excellence in everything they do and help them to be anchored in your word and in community that is going to bring them to fullness in you and also to be mentally, spiritually, emotionally whole and healthy. Mm-hmm. And that you would give them strength and courage to stay in the fight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thank you once again, Mylon, for coming into the studio, hanging out with us. We're going to feed them some homemade fried chicken and biscuits, Ooh, yeah. mashed potatoes, and gravy. Let's do it. <laughs> so good having you on the show. Thanks for coming down. And uh, it's been a pleasure. We'll definitely do this again. Folks, leave some comments. Love to hear what you think about this young man. Leave us some comments. Don't forget to share with friends and family and even a stranger. KingdomCommunity.tv as well as don't forget Relevance for Today podcast show can be listened to on any podcast app as well as Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and so many more locations. Check it out. Get subscribed. Love you all. Take care of yourselves. Peace.